Welcome to Magic with Gadgets, brought to you by RecipeThis.com. I am Samantha, your host, and love to chat about the magic of kitchen gadgets for easy, delicious and cheap everyday cooking. Before we dive into this week's podcast episode, I wanted to tell you about our Instant Pot Bucket List. In a nutshell, it's a totally free, awesome e-cookbook featuring the 25 must-make, bucket list-worthy Instant Pot recipes. Pause the podcast now and grab yourself a free copy by entering your email address at recipethis.com forward slash IP bucket list or you can search recipethis.com for bucket list. What are the Instant Pot settings? Let me take you on a tour of the Instant Pot settings and the buttons you need, don't need, the most. You know, before you have information overload, wondering what all these Instant Pot buttons are all about. Something that we need to mention in first though is that most settings are presets and most of them you will never use. I say this because when I first got an Instant Pot I was so excited over all these different buttons and making use out of these buttons and using them as much as possible and I soon realised I was so much happier just pressing pressure cook and then quickly setting my time that most of them have come dormant in our house. And firstly, let me talk about presets, because you're probably wondering, what on earth is Samantha talking about when she's saying a preset? Well, a preset is basically like they've decided that if you cook a stew, it will take 45 minutes. So they've set it up so that you can just press the stew button, 45 minutes, and you sort it. So you're pressing less buttons, and it helps you with your cooking. Of course, I'm using 45 minutes as a guide, but you get the idea. So there's presets for soup, there's presets for poultry, for beans and chilli, for rice, for grains, and porridge, steaming, yoghurt, and the list goes on and on. And I'm sure you get the picture now. So firstly, I want to talk about the buttons that you will use, the buttons that you really need and the ones that you'll use day to day with your Instant Pot cooking. Firstly, the saute. This is just as it sounds so that you can use the cooking pot to saute your food before pressure cooking or maybe afterwards if you just want to thicken up a sauce or something like that. I often master my Instant Pot recipes. It's like it's like I'm on autopilot. They start with sauté onion with extra virgin olive oil, then add in a little garlic until brown. <laughs> That's seriously how many of my Instant Pot recipes start. Which is true though, isn't it? Because if you were doing a bolognese, you would do that first. If you're making shepherd's pie, you would do that first. If you were cooking chicken in a sauce, same applies, you know. If you're making stock, you would do that. So you can understand why I use the saute so much. And then the second one is the pressure cook or manual. You might be wondering, pressure cook or manual? 
And I'll tell you the problem we have here. Many Instant Pot recipes was created when Instant Pot first became a trend and these recipes haven't been updated. On those that have the original Instant Pots, my Instant Pot that's almost five years old, this applies to, instead of a button that says pressure cook, the button said manual. So it was like in your mind you were doing a manual pressure cook. And then the Instant Pot was updated and all these newer models of Instant Pots didn't have a manual button and said it was just pressure cook. So it can be confusing because you go to one recipe site and it says press pressure cook and another one says press manual and you're like, I don't have a manual button. Well, that's the big clear up between the two. And then note that, let's say you're just baking some potatoes for half an hour Once you've got the potatoes ready, you press in, pressure cook, 30 minutes on the Instant Pot and you're done. And that's just how simple the pressure cook or manual button is. And then that moves us on to the next button, which is cancel. This is used a ridiculous amount of times because every time you finish a recipe, you press cancel and then you go to release the pressure. So, you know, the cancel button is up there with the most used. And then, of course, there's the plus and minus buttons, which this goes back to the baked potato method I was talking about. And that is where you've just turned on your pressure cooker. It saves itself from the last food you cooked. So let's say last time you used the pressure cooker, it was a 10-minute cook time on pressure cook. Now you're doing 30 minutes for these baked potatoes. So what you would do is you would press the plus button all the way up to 30 before you press start and that is how you're getting your cook time or then maybe the next time you're cooking something that's 15 minutes. So you're then using the minus button to adjust the time and those are the four buttons that I could not um, go a day without yet there's many more that I can go a month without and they don't actually get used much at all. It just depends what mood I'm in. So the other buttons, the ones that I actually would say that I use on a regular basis, of course, yogurt. It incubates the yogurt for you. So it's essential that you're using the yogurt button. And to use the yogurt button, you're just pressing yogurt adjusting the time, making sure it's set to eight hours and that's it. It's a very easy preset to do. And then, of course, if you want to use the Instant Pot as a slow cooker, then, of course, you can use the slow cooker button. But what I've found with the slow cooker is it's very, very low. But I find that it does a better job than what the keep warm does. So I choose to use the slow cooker button over the keep warm if I want to keep food warm. But of course, it's totally up to you. And the other thing that some say they use a lot and others say they don't is the pressure level. This is where you can take it from low pressure to high pressure. You know, note on my recipes, I think I only have one out of 300 Instant Pot recipes that uses low pressure. It's really not used very often, so do note that. And if you see a recipe online and it doesn't say whether it's high or low pressure, then note it will be high pressure. People only really tend to tell you if it's low pressure.
And then for the regular food ones that you have on there, you have soup and broth, you have meat and stew, you have beans and chilli, and you have poultry. These are all regular presets for certain types of food that you can use. I use them sometimes. It depends what mood I'm in. You know, um, I love the, the fact that the meat and stew one is set to a higher number of minutes. So if the last thing you cooked was for two minutes, it's quite a lot of button pressing to get it all the way up to 45 minutes or up to an hour, depending on what you cook in. And then, of course, the rice. The rice one is good because it's the only button on there that's low pressure. So this saves you having to adjust the uh, pressure amount or to go from high to low pressure. So I kind of like this one. And then the multigrain, many people use that for brown rice and for other similar similar things. I, haven't, I don't think I've ever used multigrain button. Maybe I haven't just forgotten about it. Who knows? And then the porridge one, I've used this quite a few times. And I love Instant Pot Porridge. Or if you live in the US, you might call this oatmeal. I've done it with both steel-cut oats and I've done it with regular rolled oats. And both times, both types are amazing. I say both times, but that's untrue because I've done both of them a lot. And it's just so lovely and creamy as porridge when it's cooked in the Instant Pot. And then, of course, you can use the inner pot to reheat it too if you want to. And then the steam button, I've used that a fair bit, but it's just as quick to press the manual. And I absolutely love steaming vegetables in the Instant Pot. They come out perfect. They don't lose the nutrients like they do when they're boiled on the stovetop. And you can also cook Instant Pot frozen vegetables. And then that's the main food types. And the last one is pretty self-explanatory and that's a delay. That's so that you can delay when you want to start cooking. I've had one five years and why haven't I never delayed any food in the Instant Pot? Uh, It sounds silly, doesn't it? But I haven't. I look down at the buttons now and I will say I've used yoghurt, steam, porridge uh, from the main ones and maybe the meat and stew one as well. Uh, on a fairly regular basis and then like I mentioned earlier saute pressure cook cancel plus and minus for adjusting time that's the ones where it's at those are the ones you need to learn and to be honest once you've cooked in the instant pot a few times you'll soon get used to it and you'll soon decide whether or not you need a preset or if you just want to go straight in and do it the way we do it And of course, don't forget to head over to RecipeThis.com. We have a lot of Instant Pot beginner recipes over there. And we also have an Instant Pot mini course and an Instant Pot bucket list, which are great for getting you cooking in the Instant Pot. Well, that is a wrap. I recommend you head over to RecipeThis.com and check out all the kitchen gadget recipes. After all, there are more than a thousand to choose from. Also, please, please, please leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the episode because the more reviews means the more people will find us and learn about the magic of cooking with kitchen gadgets. 
We've also created an awesome podcast index for you at recipethis.com forward slash podcast. You can grab all links mentioned, resources and explore other episodes. Thanks again for listening and ciao for now.